world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes! Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, February 11th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Normally on Thursdays, you get the dulcet tones of Steve Wiltfong, Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, but he always schedules his yearly vacation for after National Signing Day, which means we had to double the payment for the guests today and go to the biggest hitter on recruiting there is. The Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick, joins us. Bill, how goes it? Pretty well, although uh, as I look out in my uh, of my suburban Columbus house, I see yet another layer of snow, making it I think the forty fifth day this month that I've shoveled our driveway. So other than that, we're good. Yeah, it's been a white winter here in the Midwest, among other things. But we digress. There was a time not so long ago, we thought Ohio State may be orchestrating an abstract trade of Al Washington, linebacker coach to Tennessee for Henry Toto, linebacker Tennessee. That will not happen. Al Washington won't be leaving Ohio State after Tennessee made a serious run at him. It appears Henry Toto is trending towards Alabama, so there will be no volunteers hookup here. The Tennessee site, which has been all over this is reporting that despite their overtures, they made a good run at Al Washington. He's staying at Ohio State. There will be some money exchange for Al, possibly in title increase. What did Ohio State avoid in uh, keeping Washington in the fold? Well, I think they, they avoided losing uh, a talented coach and an outstanding recruiter. And I, um, uh, the, the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. And you look at the uh, trio of linebackers that uh, Al Washington has commitments from in the 2022 class. And you, don't, you just don't get any better than that. And Gabe Powers and CJ Hicks and Dasama Kala. I mean, these, those, are, those are elite players and all at one position. And Al, Al Washington's done a spectacular job with, with recruiting 2022 linebackers. Now, that's not to say that um, if for some reason he had become the Tennessee defensive coordinator, as example, that those three guys would have decommitted. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just saying that he recruited them and he got them to Ohio State um, as far as commitments go. And, you know, just a, a, an up-and-coming a uh, younger coach that that, that is you know, has a chance to be an absolute rock star in this business, and like I said, just an outstanding recruiter. When it comes to Henry Toto, Bill, you were never as high on him coming here as others. I'll admit, the shiny new linebacker, given the relative uncertainty and what we have coming back, you were never that high on Toto coming to Ohio State. No, not at all. You know, I, I, I knew that, uh, yeah, he, he would have been a great addition to the program. You know, he, he's a guy that's going to play one more year of 
college football, and then he's going to head off to the NFL. He, he is outstanding. Um, one of the top linebackers in the SEC. Now, having said that, I, I tried to point out to people that, wow, he would be a great addition to the Ohio State program. He's from the West Coast. He's from California. He has had USC and Oregon. Um, definitely would love to have him, as would just about anybody else in the country. Uh, so there was the possibility of, of uh, ending up on the West Coast, in fact, on the West Coast. And I also mentioned that he's currently in the SEC. He's very familiar with that conference. Um, Alabama has been pursuing him. So it just made sense that those three possibilities, Alabama, Oregon, and USC, would be the likely destinations for him. And now, you know, it's coming out that it looks like it will be Alabama. So no shock whatsoever there. Um, you know, it's a, it was a thing that, uh, sure, it would be it would have been great, but it was going to be a, a tough run. Bill, as we try to set ourselves up here for the next class and turn the page, it's such a different scene given the pandemic-related restrictions on visits, et cetera. The current dead period has been extended to April the 15th, and there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding that date. What do you see in the next few months? And is it your assumption that April 16th, there will be travel all across the country or will it be limited? What's your vibe? Well, yeah, the, the, the dead period uh, does go to April 15th right now. That's the one certainty. Um, what's going to happen at that point? No one knows for sure right now. Um, I think the best uh, case scenario for those of us that want to see recruiting return to normal uh, or close to normal as soon as possible would be that it is made into a quiet period sometime during the spring. You know, would that happen on April 16th? I don't know. And I don't think anybody knows at this point. But um, I think at some point in the spring, maybe as soon as April 16th, that it's going to be a quiet period. And, you know, for those that aren't real familiar with the difference between a dead period and a quiet period, the, the difference is really that uh, prospects can come on campus and talk to coaches and, and have face, be face to face with them. Uh, whereas uh, they can't do that right now. They can't do that during a dead period. So they can come on campus and do that type of thing. It's just that college coaches uh, cannot go off campus. They can't go out and evaluate during the spring. They can't go to the high schools. Uh, they can't have any face-to-face -face contact with recruits off campus. Anything that they can do uh, during a quiet period has to be on campus, but that would be a big deal. You know, it's been a long time. So it seems like forever since kids could go to a campus and actually sit down, have face-to-face -face contact with coaches. And I think that's the best case and probably the most likely thing that's going to happen is sometime in the spring um, it, that will happen. It will probably become a quiet period. We're going to take a quick break, come back and talk about how that might affect the spring game. All right, we are back. Bill, one of the landmark dates on the recruiting calendar every year for Ohio State is the spring game. It is an unbelievable collection of talent and almost like a festive circus of football showing off the program. We need the weather to agree, but we need the pandemic to agree. Also, the weather is more agreeable than the pandemic. What is your vibe on how the spring game may turn out? Well, um, 
again, we don't know for sure that the spring game is April 17th. That's the date that I have felt for a long time that the game likely will be. And I think Ryan Day has alluded to the possibility of that weekend. But uh, when you look at the calendar and you look what Ohio State has done in the past, that's the day that I think that it will be. Um, and the, uh, of course, the 2021 commitments had their Buckeye bash where they couldn't visit uh, and meet with the coaches, but they still, um, as many of them as could uh, make it, were in Columbus back in October when Ohio State had their opening game and they kind of bonded and got together and, and did some things. I took a bus around, compliments of uh, Jack Sawyer's family. Yeah, the 2022 commitments are planning to do the same type of thing, whether it's a dead period, quiet period, whatever. They would like to get up to Ohio State and all meet together um, as many as possible the weekend of April 17th. That's their plan. So I think at least something is going to happen irregardless. Now, if it is turned to a quiet period and, and kids can uh, make it to campus and sit down with the coaches at all, so much the better. You know, I think you'll have even more uh, of the 2022 commitments make it to Columbus that weekend. In fact, I know uh, you will because some of them have told me that if it is changed to a quiet period, they're going to be here. They're going to be in Columbus uh, that weekend for sure. Whereas if it is still a dead period, they're not so sure that they'll make a trip uh, just for that. Uh, then also you've got, uh, it's going to be uh, some great players that are likely or will be at Ohio State that weekend that had not yet committed. For instance, Damari Alston, uh, the running back from Georgia, is kind of targeting that weekend, he hopes, to visit Ohio State if it's a quiet period. Caden Curry from over in Indiana has already talked uh, with the staff about possibly and likely making a visit to Ohio State that weekend. You know, Dan, I've, I've had so many kids tell me that when things open back up, Ohio State is going to be the first or one of the first schools that they visit. So if things were lifted on April 16th, Ohio State would be a prime target for so many prospects. But the thing that you also have to wonder is, what is Ohio State going to do? Let's say they, they, they lift it and make it a quiet period, are they going to put some type of cap on how many kids that they will allow to visit at one time, as an example? I don't know. You know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Maybe the NCAA puts some type of cap on. So a lot of unanswered questions at this point. There are a lot of unanswered questions. One question that has been answered is their interest in Caden Curry. Our Mark Porter did a fantastic film evaluation of him yesterday. It's on the site now. Can you give us a little vibe on how much they like Curry? I like him a lot. You know, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's any question. That if he wants to commit, you know, you, you say, you know, you put out your hand and say, welcome to the 2022 recruiting class. Uh, uh, so, yeah, he's, he's a great prospect that could play defensive end or defensive tackle. Uh, in college, and he's a guy that Ohio State uh, has long been going after. You know, Greg Madison was was targeting him for quite some time before Greg Madison retired. So, um, you know, certainly he's a guy that, you know, you'd, you'd love to see become a Buckeye. You'd love to see him become a Buckeye. you love to hear it from Bill Curlick. You can't get a better update on the way things are going on recruiting. We've just got to be patient, people. We are in uncharted waters. Just know this. Ohio State will still sail to the front.
We appreciate Bill stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters.